Paul White here, 25th day of May. It's the Deeper Day Podcast. Deeper Daily Podcast, sorry. Thanks for joining me. So glad you're with me as we journey through Mark 9. We have taken this little side journey into understanding the word that is translated as hell. In this particular case, we're on the word Gehenna, and I'm giving you the Gehenna backstory. Let me remind you of the four uh, Gehenna traditions of fire because this is a walk through through the Old Testament understanding of Gehenna. They had the unholy fire of child sacrifice. We're going to talk about this in a little more detail today. And then they had the cleansing fire of Josiah's reforms. We'll try to get into that today as well and then probably push off the third and the fourth for tomorrow. The destructive fire of foreign conquest that happens inside of Gehenna. And then there's the memorial fire of the trash dump, the the defiled valley, the refuse, the rubble. Okay. The unholy fire of child sacrifice. We have this story really comes to life in Second Chronicles chapters 28 and 33. Uh, by the way, if we if you hear me refer to the valley of Hinnom or Hinnom, that is Gehenna. That is the word that Jesus uses. Uh, the Old Testament calls it the Valley of Hinnom. It sometimes calls it Topheth, which is another word for Valley of Hinnom. And then Jesus, of course, refers to it as Gehenna or the Valley of Hinnom. I think David Bentley Hart refers to it in his translation. He doesn't even use Gehenna. He uses the Vale of Hinnom, which is the same place. Gehenna is the site of child sacrifice to the god, to the foreign god, Molech. Um, or sometimes referred to as Baal in the Bible. You see this all the way back into Leviticus 18, all the way up through the Chronicles and through the Kings. Molech would have high places. Solomon called him an Ammonite god. I said him, it, Molech, an Ammonite god. But under King Ahaz and under King Manasseh, 2 Chronicles chapters 28, chapters 33, they actually sacrificed their children in the valley of Hinnom to the foreign god Molech in order to satiate him. And they did it even though the Bible, their Bible, the Torah, explicitly forbids child sacrifice. Leviticus 18, 21, do not give any of your children to be sacrificed to Molech, or maybe a little closer in the Hebrew, to pass through the fire to Molech. For you must not profane the name of the Lord your God. And then in Leviticus 20, and I'll not read them all, but you can look at Leviticus 20, verses 2 through 5. God tells the Israelites not to sacrifice their children to Molech, and if you do, you're put to death. And so the Israel as a nation was to never mimic this kind of slaughter, this kind of sacrifice. Uh, And they were even threatened in Leviticus 18 that if they did, God was going to vomit them out of the nation. Well, eventually they do, and God does. So not once, but twice in the span of five or six chapters in 2 Chronicles, which is over the course of about 150 years, by the way, because Chronicles is cramming a lot of stuff into a short span, we have two instances of the very federal head, the monarchical head of Israel or Judah, sacrificing their children to this strange God. And they would do it in the low place in the uh, the, the ravine of Gehenna. It's odd why they would do it. Um, but what we do know is that the heathens did it. 
And so Judah obviously is copying off of the heathens. And so the very first reference to the Valley of Hinnom is, makes it one of the most, what one author calls the most defiled real estate in the vicinity of Jerusalem and maybe the most defiled real estate anywhere. Here's a little side note before I get into the second kind of fire that burned in Gehenna. Uh, whenever Abraham goes to the top of Moriah, which as we showed you the other day is, is probably where the Dome of the Rock is now, and he's going to sacrifice Isaac. He never argues with God. God goes, take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love to the top of the mountain, sacrifice him for me. And Abraham just does. And we've made a big deal of Abraham saying to Isaac uh, or to the men, the boy and I are going to go up and sacrifice him. We'll come back. And we've made a big deal of that as in Abraham knew Isaac wasn't going to die. But based upon where Abraham come from, which was Ur, of the Chaldees, who, by the way, would have sacrificed children to Molech. Based upon that, we've got to assume that Abraham is not entirely stunned that God asks for his firstborn son as a sacrifice because that's what gods do. So Abraham goes up the mountain to kill Isaac. I I only recently learned this. Rabbinical teaching, this is Jewish rabbis. This is how they teach that story. That in the moment that Abraham pulls his knife back to slaughter Isaac and God reaches down and stops him by whatever means, physically speaks into his spirit, causes the ram in the thicket to rustle and Abraham knows he's not supposed to kill Isaac. In that moment, that was the first revelation to the people of God that God disapproves of human sacrifice. That the, the rabbinical teachers teach that as God did this to Abraham to show him that the sanctity of human life. Your religion, Abraham, your gods require the blood of humans. I do not require the blood of humans. I do not receive the blood of humans. Uh, In fact, the death, the burning of people in the valley is so outside of the heart of God. Listen how Jeremiah tells this. Jeremiah 7, um, verse 31. They have built the high places of Tophet, which is in the valley of the son of Hinnom. There's Gehenna. To burn their sons and their daughters in the fire, which I did not command, nor did it come into my heart. So the heart of God is not to burn people in Gehenna. That's Jeremiah 7, 31. Okay, then there's the cleansing fire of Josiah. And his name literally, by the way, in the Hebrew means fire of God. And the valley of Hinnom underwent sort of a cleansing defilement. 2 Kings 23.10, he says, No man might make his son or his daughter pass through the fire to Molech. So Josiah curses the valley of Hinnom, calls it a, a shameful place. Um, Jeremiah uses that as a reminder that, that it, it is a place of shameful acts. Josiah even starts to burn up the images of idolatry, burn them to powder and cast them uh, into the Kidron Valley. That's that L-shaped valley we told you about that is Gehenna. So Josiah really repents. He takes He takes their failure, puts it into Gehenna as a form of destruction because they've defiled the temple and uh, he tears down their high places and 
He causes Hinnom to be a place remembered for fire and ash and bones. Um, you can read about that in Second Chronicles 33 if you want to read his prayer of repentance. In Josiah's case, the fire of God had come to judge. The fire of God had come to cleanse Judah of what she had been. So that's the first two ways in which Gehenna burns. We're going to talk about the other two, the foreign conquest and the trash dump, tomorrow as we work our way towards Jesus. See you then. God bless.